Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And to the tune of Sweet Home Alabama, the number one sports story currently in the United States, all you need to know over the course of a first hour on ESPN with their sports news today. 57 of the 60 minutes were basically about the fact that uh, Alabama coaching legend Nick Saban has announced or will be announcing his retirement. And it is, we will tie this into Oilers Now and it has nothing to do with the self-indulgent nature of the host of this show. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer joining you from Detroit Rock City. Oilers and the Red Wings Tomorrow, after a subpar performance last night, but still got the victory against the Chicago Blackhawks. We got a lot to get to on today's show. Oilers now brought to you by World of Spas. Brendan Escott's back at the 630 Chad Studios. Kellen Kennedy's our technical producer. Elliot Freeman on today's show from NHL Hockey and Rogers. Rob Brown from the Oilers Radio Network. NHL insider John Shannon uh, for Legacy Heating and Cooling. We will be talking a little about officiating last night in the video review something VAR in uh, international soccer which is under a fair amount of scrutiny as well after a goal was pulled off the board after seemingly the that that we got Brendan Escott back at the uh, 6.30 Chad Studios we'll get to Saban in a second but that review in that game last night I, I was thinking to myself I'm thinking the Warren Commission took less time to uh, evaluate the footage they had on the Kennedy assassination than the league did to sit there and find a way to overturn that goal. And in the spirit of the game, um, I'm not necessarily sure that that should have happened. Uh, Brennan, it was crazy how long that took and Connor McDavid did not hold back in terms of his perception. We'll be getting that momentarily. But quickly, just your thoughts uh, first of all on that, uh, on a night in which the owners ultimately got the 2-1 victory, but it did take a lot out of the game, didn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's frustrating as a fan it's frustrating as somebody sitting at home watching it and i'm sure it's frustrating more so than anything else for the players who are subject to a situation that isn't part of the flow of the game and hockey is about flow so as connor so eloquently put it if you have to zoom in until you can't zoom in anymore and still sit there and scratch your chin thinking about it maybe we should not be looking that deep all right, our top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. The Edmonton Oilers have won eight straight games for the second time 
in 24 games under their new head coach, Chris Knobloch. Just to reassure you all, I mean, I'm just, take it for what it's worth, I do not envision that the University of Alabama will be reaching out the Edmonton Oilers to interview Chris for that job. <laughs> just kidding. That's not bad, though. Two eight-game winning streaks. Oilers and the Red Wings are going to need to be a lot better uh, tomorrow against Detroit tomorrow. Of course, you can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Don't miss Fog Hat live at the River Cree. Friday, January 26th. Get your tickets now at rivercreeresort.com. The River Cree Resort and Casino. Excitement. Bet on it. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you always wanted. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. We're on Twitter. Uh, X, I guess it's known as now. At Oilers Now for the show Twitter account. You can reach me, Bob underscore Stopper. Brendan is at Brendan with two E's, S Scott with two T's. The biggest news in the States, Nick Saban, uh, ESPN reporting, is going to retire. And the accomplishments, uh, it is... And we can correlate this to sport because we talk about real topics, and it doesn't. I know the show's called Oilers now, but the reality is there's certain things that can be gleaned from the best. And what Saban accomplished at Alabama is insane. A six-time national champion, nine times he won the SEC championship, including Georgia, who won back-to-back titles with his old defensive coordinator, Kirby Smart, uh, this past December. In the 17 years at Alabama, he went 206-29. and 29. How about this in terms of numbers? This from uh, uh, Joe Pompliano. Nobody did it bigger than Saban. Since Nick Saban arrived at Alabama, and we again, we're going to tie this back to the orders. Alabama's enrollment has increased from 25,000 students to 40,000 students. That's a 60% jump compared to a 10% national average during the same time. But the majority of those students were out-of-state students, bringing in three times the amount of tuition. Saban made $130 million in the 16 seasons. But for the school, an argument could be made that he was worth more than $1 billion. So in terms of any, any of you that have spent time down in the United States, again, this is the number one story in the U.S. right now in sport. And we can correlate it to the Edmonton owners. And we've seen it recently. Some of you saw the story with Forbes. David Staples wrote a piece about it that the Oilers last year uh, brought in as much as the Maple Leafs at 231. And I'd call it, it might be the Saban effect at Alabama. It has been the McDavid effect with the Edmonton Oilers. And you know what? When the team, the hockey gods smiled upon Edmonton and they ended up getting the uh, number one pick in the 2015 draft, it was, even though the Oilers have not won a Stanley Cup, which has nothing to do with Connor McDavid, uh, the reality of the situation is it elevated the entire organization. Yes, you have to have the wheels in motion for a new building, which the Oilers did. There's actually people driving around Edmonton listening to the show right now that didn't want the new arena. I know it seems crazy, because as it turned out, the CRL uh, ended up getting paid off years ahead of schedule. And you'll still have certain people out there, oh, it's not beneficial to the entire community. It's funny. One of Nick's favorite quotes was, mediocre people don't like high achievers, and high achievers don't like mediocre people. Well, when you attempt to be a high achiever, you don't like people that sit there and want to bring you down and want to sit there and lower it to a stent. We've all worked with people like that that are half-assed at what they do. 
and don't want to excel and look for every reason not to put in the extra time to get better. And if you're not focused on improving, then you need to step aside. It's that simple. And we've we've all been in those situations where we've worked, you know, and all I'm going to say to you, and, and I know there's some of you out right now that probably aren't the biggest fan of yours truly, but you got to grind. you got to work. And you got to continue to try to improve. And you know what? The Edmonton Oilers is a team. That has to be the modus operandi. Again, I was on Sportsnet last night, said it. It's my expectation the Oilers will add one top six forward and two bottom six forwards. One of the two bottom six forwards will be Dylan Holloway. The Oilers need to improve their forward group. I'm quite concerned about the matchup tomorrow against Detroit, who's got one of the deepest set of forwards in the league. The defense has settled down. And Chris Knobloch, simply put, has gotten better results out of this team this season than his predecessor, Jay Woodcroft, did. The bench is more calm. It isn't as high-strung. It isn't as emotional. And as a result, it probably plays a factor in why you win a game like last night when your team doesn't play that well. And we have to give some degree of credit to the opposition. But the reality of the situation is the Edmonton Oilers, and part of it was Stuart Skinner. You need your goalie to steal a game once in a while, too. Some nights you don't have it. Edmonton didn't, but they didn't ultimately shoot themselves in the foot and cost themselves in the game. As we go to the Oilers Now Audio Vault brought to direct work where it's cold outside, grab a brand new vintage wool blanket at direct work where for just $39.95. By the way, Pete Carroll out as head coach of the Seattle Seahawks as well. I wonder what happens with Bill Belichick. Hmm. Into the highlights we go. It was Cam Moon with the call last night. Right wing comes, McDavid, he'll come in, shoot, save, made by Morazic on the right pad. McDavid went flying down the right wing and Kane following it up. He just walked, Mark, or Tornori's son, Jerry uh-oh, two on the other way. He gets turned over, Dickinson will bring it in, he'll wait, he'll pull to the middle, shoot, scores. Dickinson put it right up under the bar to make it one nothing Chicago. Now to McLeod, in over the line, across to Dreisaitl, scores! Leon Dreisaitl gets it by Morazic, and this game's tied at one. Now that's the 19th goal of the season for Leon Dreisaitl. Ryan McLeod with a nice little pass in tight. Dickinson on the right wing boards. It's near the top of the circle of the Oilers' own captain, Magna. To Anderson, his shot, and the save made by Skinner. We're tied at one. We're in the second. Long pass to McDavid. The breakaway scores! Connor McDavid gets a long pass from Matias Ekholm, and it's 2-1 to one for Edmonton. Well, Chris Knobloch switched the lines up, switched the shifts up. The rotation stuck the first line back of the ice, and Connor McDavid posterizes Peter Morazic. What a pass by Ekholm. That's a 75-foot dart. Dreisaitl corrals, cross-ice pass to McDavid, to Hyman, scores! challenges determined that the play was offside. There is no goal. Kingsley set the game 
if it takes you 15 minutes to, to determine if it's offside or not, um, it probably doesn't really matter. Um, <laughs> you know, um, you know, I talked to the linesman after. Ultimately, it's not a, not their call, I guess. You know, obviously they said it came down from the league, but you know. You zoom in, you zoom in, you keep zooming in until you can't zoom in anymore, and I guess it's offside. So, um, you know what? Um, these, these are calls that, uh, you know, change games, and ultimately it didn't go our way. You know, that was a big call. Um, it would have really, really hurt them, and um, I thought it should have been onside. I mean, it's kind of possession too, right? Like the argument of possession. Um, that whole debate can start again. Um, you know, it was such a close one. You'd like to see it. You know, I, I think the NHL uses the analogy dead wrong, right? They, you know, if it's if it's dead wrong or something like that, I don't know what they say. Like, they want it to be clear and obvious, right? That one's certainly not clear and obvious. And the game will come to a close. The Oilers will hang on. Two to one, they defeat the Chicago Blackhawks. The Oilers had opportunities at the empty net. Chicago with desperation around the goal, keeping it out. But Edmonton gets the win. Make it eight straight victories for the Oilers as they hold on to this one by a 2-1 margin. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Eight straight wins. It wasn't pretty. You know, so I'm, I gave away a little bit of a secret last night. I'm actually going to bring Brendan Escott back in. Brendan, one of the things that I do when I sit there and look at a challenge is I want to see how quickly. So here's the way it works. There used to just be one video uh, coordinator, one video coach. Now there's two. And if the communication is to the head coach and there isn't a lengthy discussion with one of the assistants, but it's a direct communication to the head coach and then boom, the refs waved over, I know that that video coach has found a pretty compelling reason to overturn a goal. And that's what I'm actually partially basing my assessment of whether or not it should count or not count. We had two goals in last night's game that the Oilers scored that 20 years ago both would have counted. Um, I have no problem with the first one coming off the board based on the letter of the law today and how it's supposed to work. And yeah, Hyman was, he took an angle and was a little in the crease. And again, that would not have, 20 years ago, that goal would not have been pulled off the board if the ref didn't catch it on goalie interference. Uh, but the second one, 100%, if there's no video review, that's going to count as a good goal. So, anyhow, that said, the Oilers escape with a 2-1 win. Here's Chris Knobloch's assessment. Yeah, no, I think we were just just good enough to get the win. And, and uh, it definitely wasn't our best game. I wasn't um, a castle by any means. But, uh, you know, those sometimes you... Um, 
have to gut those out. We've certainly we've lost games that uh, I felt like we should have won. And tonight, um, you know, I think Skins was outstanding. I think he really saved us and um, played really well. Came with some big saves, and um, especially late in the game. Um, but we know we need to get better than that. So we'll take our two points and move on. All right, Chris Knobloch also shared his insight into the two overturned goal calls last night. We at uh, coaches, we get about 30 seconds to decide if it's a good goal or not, and I'm not sure how long they, they get to decide. Um, so we're at a little bit of a disadvantage. But, um, you know, I'm not going to argue with the, the outcome of either one of those. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, it was a tough one, but, um, you know, I'm sure they, they feel they got the right call. Brennan, what do you think? Floor is yours. Oh, man. I, even the Hyman goal, I thought for sure, should have stood based on where Zach was in the time that, uh, you know, the contact was made after Moravis. Put it this way. Morazic was able to reestablish himself, even though Hyman was at one point in the paint there. I, I just, I don't know. I, to me, I don't think the NHL should be in the business of taking goals off the board. There's a letter of the law that needs to be adhered to. But, man, that possession uh, play that we've seen with McKinnon and McDavid and now uh, did Dreisaitl have possession of that puck? Yeah, I, I would suggest that he did. So it, that's a whole different can of worms almost too much subjectivity when it comes to this kind of thing and i'm just glad it didn't ultimately cost the oilers that all right game. all right so what was saban's quote again about high achievers and mediocre you know when you have the greats they don't have any of the greats in there in that war room know what i'm saying how do i know dry settle didn't know what he was doing he knew exactly what he was doing right hundred percent but I knew it was coming off because that's what happens in Texas seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three all that said the owners did not play well they got the win Matthias Eckholm who played very well had this to say on the Oilers uh, you know finding a way uh, with a win that they're not necessarily the proudest of getting about a win, two points is two points. Um, yeah. You want my honest opinion? It's yes. probably not going to be the the most positive. I think we. Uh yeah, we, what did we do tonight? I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't great from our part. Obviously, we uh, we scored two goals. Stu was unbelievable in that, um, but we should not let it be that tight of a hockey match, in my opinion. So um, we got out of it. Sometimes you got to win some greasy ones on the road, and we'll take the two points. But um, I think everyone in the room knows we can be a better hockey club. There you go. It's 524 in Edmonton. That's Matthias Eckholm. Uh, Conrad has texted us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Conrad asked to Brendan and myself, uh, Corey Perry officially able to sign with any NHL team. Do you see him and the Oilers being a fit? My response would be possibly. I think that uh, there's probably five or six teams, all of who think they can win, would be in the mix. And I think the owners have to contemplate looking at, at uh, Corey Berry, 100%. This text comes into us from Ryan. The NHL can have it both ways. If they're going to do a video review on offsides, they need to go back to the system where the puck is outside the zone and the player's feet are inside. It's offside. That can't be subject to this ridiculous nonsense about possession. Otherwise, it's never cut and dry, and therefore it should be... Uh, 
up to the linesman being on the ice and have nothing to do with video review. Let's go to NHL today for elite promotional marketing. Your local branded merchandise specialist, head to ElitePromoMarketing.com, and here's Brendan Escott. It's a light night in the league, but Jamie Drysdale is currently making his Philadelphia Flyers debut. They are hosting the Canadians and down a goal about seven minutes into that game. You've got the Stars and Wilds linking up again in Dallas this time, and then the uh, uh, Avalanche and Golden Knights in the nightcap. Connor Bedard will officially miss six to eight weeks following surgery to fix a broken jaw. Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment has settled on Keith Pelly as the chief executive uh, and um, president, I guess, of the company moving forward. He comes over from uh, Golf's DP World Tour, which you may know formally as the European Tour. He's also been the president of Rogers Media. Uh, Corey Perry, you just said it, met with Commissioner Bettman today. He's now eligible to sign with the team. Bakersfield have another weekend and home-and-home series with the San Jose Barracuda. Oil Kings return to action tomorrow night at home to the Tri-City Americans. Today was the uh, movement deadline in uh, junior hockey right across the country. So a few blockbuster deals. I saw Nate Danielson is on his way from Brandon, where he was the captain of the Wheat Kings, to uh, Portland. He's now going to jump at uh, Western Conference Championship. And the Oil Kings were active as far as picking up defense Ismail Abaguchi in a three-way trade with Kelowna and Saskatoon. He's a six-foot-three, uh, 2006 born defenseman, and he's Yikes. in his, his second season. He's out of Lac La Biche, so it's a nice homecoming for him. Team sending uh, Carter Kowalik and a fourth rounder away. Uh, picked up a second rounder in that deal, I should mention as well. And it's the Golden Bears and Calgary Dinos in what should be a fun home and home series this weekend. All right, very quickly, Mark in St. Albert, Texas, on the Ashley Fine Floors text line says, Bob, uh, all day I've been listening to people complain that the Oilers didn't play last night. Who cares? We should have won 4-1, and Skinner did his job and won a game for us. Sometimes a goalie needs to win a game for you. Stuart Skinner, by the way, in his last 15 appearances, is 13-2 with a 1.93 goals against average and 9.29 save percentage. The Oilers, since November the 24th, only Winnipeg has a better goals against average. The Oilers at 2. Randy Kelburn has a global news weather traffic update. And when we come back on orders now, it'll be Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers for Abe's Door Service. 527 in Edmonton, Bob Stoffer in Detroit with the Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now.